And welcome back to Technical Talkout. Today, we're going to be discussing GSP. Does he need to come back? Like, has he proven everything he can? Or should he come back and have the two big fights, one of them against Usman and one of them against Nurmagomedov? Like, he said he could possibly make 155 or look at a catch weight, but obviously the elephant in the room is you have somebody like Kamar Usman who's now holding the belt and looking like a worthy contender for GSP's GOAT status. So does GSP need to come back? I don't think so. I mean, he came back and took the belt from the middleweight champ Michael Bisping at the time. There, He, he dropped him with the left hook, choked him out, took the belt, retired. GSP hasn't had a loss since... Matt Sarah, he hasn't like that was the last time he's had a loss and that was in I mean shit that was in 2007 in 13 years GSP hasn't had a loss that's ridiculous and in that time he stopped every contender in his weight like he like he beat everybody and the closest one to beat him was Johnny Hendricks which again that fight was a toss-up it could have been either way and then after that GSP hung out for four years before he came back and fought Michael Bisping for the middleweight title and took that too. Um, but again, he just, he vacated both titles, but I don't think he needs to come back. He's got, he did everything he needed to do. He's beaten everyone he's needed to beat. Okay. So there was the super fight with him and Anderson, right? But Anderson, but 185 is so much bigger than 170. Like even GSP trying to bulk up to fight Bisping, he was still, he was thick but he was relatively small and he said he could even make 155. So that shows you how small he really is. He's not huge. And at the time when during his reign, he was pretty big comparatively to the other ones. But now we've got guys that are just monsters. Like you've got, you have like Douglas Lima, who's just huge at 170. And I know he's not in the UFC, but still he's massive. Like you have other guys like Kamar Usman, who's just a giant. You have Colby, who's not a huge guy, but he's still pretty big. Robbie, obviously, is a big, thick guy. But I don't think GSP needs to come back and do anything. He should just sit there and retire, and he, he should come back if he wants. I mean, if he wants to fight Nurmagomedov, I think he could do that because that's going to be a huge seller. I mean, shit, even against Connor. But, I, I mean, the Connor fight's going to be like a... It's a pretty shitty fight. Like, that's not a fight Connor wins at all. Like... GSP is too smart to try and stand there and get tagged by Connor. And Connor cannot stop GSP's wrestling. Like he's a Connor is surprisingly very good at the defense. Like even against Khabib, he got taken down, but he fought him off a little bit. You know, he he made Khabib really work for those takedowns. Um so I don't think GSP is a good matchup for Connor, but I think GSP is a good matchup for Kamaru. I mean, Kamaru was having a lot of trouble getting Jorge Masvidal down, and very few people have gotten GSP down. And if they have, they haven't held him down. I think Hendricks might have gotten a takedown or two. Same with uh, Matt Hughes. But other than that, it's just GSP is too good, and he doesn't need to come back. He is at the top of his game. He's where he needs to be retired. He could train other fighters if he wants. If he wants to come back, he can, but he's got nothing left to prove. I mean, I think... The best GSP beats the best version of GSP beats the best version of today's top contenders and champion. Like it beats the best Kamaru, he beats the best Woodley, he beats the best Colby. GSP was just 
a phenomenon. And it's not like he was ahead of his time in terms of skill. He was just a really good fighter. And his basics, like, he was a jabber. Like, he would jab you and keep you at distance and then hit you with a double leg and then work on you there. It's, it, it was just, it was just a thing of beauty to watch GSP fight. And I don't think he should come back unless he wants to, unless there's money again, like Connor or Khabib. I think, I don't think he really needs to fight any welterweights. He just should just be looking for the money fights. I mean, him and Khabib would be huge. You'd have all of Russia and that whole area of Dagestan and everything. Then you'd have Canada and just all the MMA fans around the world will be intrigued just watching that. It would be a worldwide event. I don't know where they'd have it, but it would be huge, and they could really sell that one. Probably like a next year's 4th of July card or the end of the year card for 2021. But even then, that's so far away. I don't think GSP is going to... I don't think he's going to come back. I don't think he should. I don't think he needs to. Uh, but with the way... I mean, and I, I say he doesn't need to because welterweight is just so exciting. Like, goddamn. Like... He just in the UFC, uh, let's take a look. I mean, the top 10 of the the UFC's welterweight division are all just killers. Like, any one of them, like, maybe, like, in the top 15 of the UFC's welterweights, I say about, there could be about, about seven or eight of them that could hold the belt. Like, have the possibility of being a champ. Obviously, you have Kamaru, who is the champ. Gilbert Burns could be a champ. Colby, I think, could be the champ. Leon Edwards, I need to see him fight somebody else. Jorge, I mean, he fought for the belt. He looked good. He just, it was on a, like a less than a week's notice. Tyron obviously was a champ. Steven Thompson could be the champ. I mean, he's really good too. I mean, we haven't seen him fight. He fought Vincente Luque, I think, last, and he hasn't really fought since then. Damien Maia, I don't think, is going to be holding the belt. Michael Chiesa, maybe. I mean, the way he just fought Rafael Dos Anjos... And just like mauled him, I, I was I was actually really surprised at that. He was so like he was so like on top of him. Like you don't see anyone do that to Rafael dos Anjos except like maybe the only other people that did that to him were Khabib, uh, Kamaru, and Colby. Like that's it. Those three guys just manhandled him. And then Kiesa comes and does it too. So that Kiesa in the welterweight division is very exciting. Uh, Jeff Neal, we have to see more of him. Still very young as a fighter. I mean, I think he had that huge knockout of Mike Perry, which was just really impressive. Um, but again, it was a it was a over Mike Perry, right? It wasn't like a top contender. It wasn't one of the Mike Perry's just kind of there. He's a fighter. Good for him. He's doing great. But this Jeff Neal's knockout over him wasn't the most impressive thing in the world. Nate Diaz, I don't think he's going to be a champ. No. Nate Diaz, I just don't think Nate Diaz is that good. I mean, he could. I think he can beat everyone. He just doesn't. He just he gets outworked. He gets outplayed. Like, everyone who beats Nate Diaz beats him because they play their game and not his. Uh, that's, that's the problem. I mean, he beat... Anthony Pettis, which was awesome. It was really good, but I just didn't see that fight. Like I, I just don't see Nate Diaz being that good. I mean, he got mauled by Jorge Masvidal. And then outside of his win over Pettis, who's Nate Diaz really beaten recently? I mean, let's see. He got beat by Masvidal. He beat Pettis. He beat Connor. Uh, he lost Connor. He beat Connor. I mean... 
Uh, let's see. In since in since the Masvidal fight, I mean, he got beat by Dos Anjos. He's just been trading back and forth, but he hasn't fought very much considering the last five years. I mean, since 2015, his win over Michael Johnson, he's got the win over Connor, the lost Connor, the win over Anthony Pettis, the lost. He's just been trading back and forth. I just, I don't see him being a champ. Um, Vincente Luque, same thing. Robbie Lawler, I'd like to see, but I don't know. Neil Magny is really good. I could see him getting up there in the top five and possibly making a run, but Anthony Pettis, I don't know. But that's the top 15 for you for uh, welterweight. I don't see GSP needing to come back to fight any of them. I think GSP has done everything he needed to do. Um, he should chase money fights. That If he wants a fight, it's because he wants it and not because it's a fight for his legacy. He just needs to make some money. That's that's all he... If he ever comes back, that's all he needs to do. Um, but you have Khabib, who has just got his work cut out for him, too, in terms of the lightweight division. Is that really fair? to pull him away for a fight against GSP to make some money. I mean, good for him. He's made a lot of money, but at the same time, you got, again, same thing with the top the top 15 of lightweight. They're all guys that could be holding the belt. Like, they're not just there. They're not just, like, tra- like moving up a spot, down a spot. up. They're all, like, they all potential could be champions. Obviously, you have, number one, the interim, which is Gaethje, who's just a monster. You have Poirier, who could be already beat, but he beat Gaethje. Uh, Tony Ferguson again, like who just lost to Gaethje, but I mean, before that, it was on a tear. Dan Hooker, like Charles Oliveira, even Charles Oliveira is really exciting to see at 155. He just choked out, uh, what's his name, Kevin Lee, and he the, that, he made it look really easy too. He's extremely dangerous like with his submissions, and he doesn't care about how reckless he gets on the feet because he's really long and he's not looking like he's not worried about getting taken down or tripped or somehow getting to the ground. So he'll throw kicks. He'll throw everything because if he gets taken down, that's just dangerous for whoever took him down unless they're a better grappler. I mean, you had a, what's his name? One of the brothers from New Jersey. I can't, his name's escaping me right now, but he, he submitted uh, Charles Oliveira when he was younger. I think Charles, Charles Oliveira was a purple belt at the time. And Jim Miller, that's right. Jim Miller subbed him, got a knee bar over him. Or, yeah, he got a knee bar on him. But Oliveira came back and just grapple fucked him. Like, it wasn't even close. But Paul Felder beat Charles Oliveira. Again, Paul Felder's another guy that can make a title run. Uh, Pettis beat him. Uh, let's see, Ricardo Lamas beat him. So a lot of guys have beat him, but again, that was at 145 too. Like Holloway, obviously. But uh, he beat Jeremy Stevens, which is pretty impressive. I mean, yeah, it's Frankie Edgar beat him back in 2013, and he, he's been making a crazy run. But since he came to 155, I mean, he's just been awesome. Yeah, I think at 155, he's basically undefeated right now. Uh, I don't know what weight this was. But, I mean, since he choked Jim Miller in 2018, he's beaten David Tamor, subbed him, knocked out Nick Lentz, uh, TKO'd, I don't know who this is. 
and then he choked out Kevin Lee. And Kevin Lee, I think, was winning that fight, possibly, but I don't know. But again, Paul Felder, Diego Fajera. I don't know if Diego Fajera makes a championship run, but he's really good. Kevin Lee, again, he's Kevin Lee is just like Khabib in their style, I think. But Kevin Lee has better, more polished striking. He just can't win, though. They're just like, he just doesn't win. He's He's got all the tools. He's like Cerrone to me. He's got all the tools and can be the best fighter. He just doesn't win, though. Ally Kinta, I don't see making a title run. Um, Islam, maybe. I know him and Khabib are at AKK, AKA train together and they're, you know, they have a pass. I don't know if they'd fight, but I think Islam is a huge 155er and he's he's good, but I don't know if he's the poor man's Khabib. Like he's, if Khabib, if he does everything Khabib does, but Khabib does it better. Gregor Gillespie, an awesome wrestler. I don't think we've seen him fight since he got knocked out and sent to another dimension by Kevin Lee, which is, uh, yeah, before the, I th- I thought he was going to be a guy that was going to give everyone problems. Even Dustin Poirier said, like, uh, Gregor Gillespie is the guy because he's just his crazy wrestling would be enough to put Khabib on notice, but at the same time, he can't get up there. I think he's, I need to see more of him. Cerrone at 13 on lightweight. I mean, damn, he's so good everywhere. But again, he just doesn't win. Like, he, he leaves himself open to a lot of damage, and it, it's really hard to watch him lose but his last fight I thought he won against Pettis I thought he took that decision that's why you don't let things go to the judges but I mean either of those guys finishing each other was slim because they're just both such like they're so tough and yeah Pettis finished him with a body kick before but like he hasn't really like Cerrone is coming off of some nasty losses but I didn't think Pettis was going to hand him one like that but Neil Dariush Again, he's a guy who's really good. He's made him. He's at fourteen. I don't think he's going to make a title run. Drew Dober, though, Drew Dober is a Gaethje training partner. We can see about him. He's got some hands. I mean, he just put it on Alexander the Great. Um, so we'll see. I mean, but back to it. GSP, stay retired. Enjoy yourself. If you want to come back, come back for money because they're offering you a huge check and you feel like you could do it. Don't do it, feel like don't feel like you have to do it because everyone's pressuring you to fight somebody like Kamaru. You can do whatever you want. And I think the welterweight division and the lightweight division are good without him. Um, I don't think GSP needs to come back for a middleweight fight. That's definitely not something he needs to, that should be in his favor. But I think he beats a few middleweights, no problem. I just don't think he needs to. If he comes back, it should be just for money. Thanks for stopping by and listening to Technical Talkout.